Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello podcast listeners, this is Connie. There are two types of people in the world. There are those who listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving, and there are those who wait until after. I admit I tend to land in the latter camp, but two Christmas songs came to mind in preparing for my podcast. Since it is Thanksgiving Day, I will reference them. For those who don't want to hear Christmas music until tomorrow, don't worry, I won't sing them, I'll just reference them. This podcast is beginning a little differently for me because I don't often, actually I don't think I ever have referenced a date in my podcasts meaning I don't say Happy Friday or refer to a certain month or year because I assume that this podcast may be listened to on a different day than it's posted or even a different year. But I feel I can't go through this particular podcast and not acknowledge that, yes, today is Thanksgiving Day. For anyone who is listening to it on the day it was originally posted, anyway. Because I knew my podcast was going to be posted on Thanksgiving, I was hopeful that the scripture reading I was assigned would be one of those Thanksgiving verses, like, thankful in all things, thankful upon every remembrance of you, enter his courts with thanksgiving. You get the idea. I guess we can be thankful right off the bat that the passage isn't one of those addressing overindulgence and gluttony. Now, I'm not sure if Pat knew which day her chosen verses would line up with, and I want to stay true to my assignment and not infuse some message into the reflection in trying to make a connection with Thanksgiving that is not really there. But let's dive in, and we will see what happens. And we can see if you can guess the two Christmas songs that today's passage made me think of. Today's passage is from 2 Corinthians 5, verses 11 through 21, which I'm not going to read in full, just so you know. I want to start by talking about something we read right away in the passage. Verse 11 begins, Therefore, since we know the fear of the Lord, we try to persuade people. My podcast is going to land more on this persuading people part, but I do want to comment on the first part of that verse. We as Christians understand the reverence we are to have for a a holy God. People don't always like the phrase, fear of the Lord. They don't like associating fear with God. That isn't the warm and fuzzy Santa Claus personality we'd rather settle on. And when we are emphasizing our amazing, loving God to others, we probably don't choose, but you better fear him, as our catchphrase. We are encouraged in places like Hebrews 4 to come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. So other words that might help shed light on what seems like a contradiction, fearing a loving God, are reverence, or even more plainly, taking seriously who God is. As our creator, as the sovereign king of the world, and of our lives. In his letter, Paul is saying that because he has this knowledge of who God is and what he has done through his son, and has an appreciation of God and his awesome, mind-blowing gift, he has a reverence for God. 
He really understands and takes seriously this whole God thing and wants to persuade others to believe in Jesus, to have this same knowledge. Paul, through his letter, is imploring the Corinthians and us to be doing that also. He goes on with this theme in verse 15 to say, Jesus died for all, so those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for the one who died for them and was raised. Paul then continues this thought in verse 20, saying, We are ambassadors for Christ. We are not only saved to salvation, we are saved for a purpose, a calling. We are called to be representatives and messengers for Christ. What is the message we are to share? A message of reconciliation. Tyreen mentioned it in her Sunday sermon speaking on Romans 5, and today's reading also says, because we've been reconciled to God, we are to be ambassadors. We are to be about helping others to reconcile. Think about reconciliation for a moment. When is it needed? It's needed when someone has been hurt. And reconciliation takes someone willing to make the first move to restore relationship. The offended wants the offender to apologize and make amends. Sometimes that'll be a long wait. Often we don't have reconciliation because hurt feelings and prides, pride means no one wants to take that first step. So right here is something to be thankful for. God did not offend us. We are the offensive sinners, but yet it is God who is willing to take that first step. Actually, the only necessary step to reconcile us to himself through Christ. 1 Timothy 2.4 says, God desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And we are the ones God uses to share that knowledge. That's unbelievable, really, and truly a privilege. Untrustworthy as we are, and as undeserving as we are, we are chosen to share God's message. His message of restored relationship and peace with God through Christ. If that isn't news to be thankful for, I don't know what is. I don't think it's a stretch to say that today's message in 2 Corinthians and our Romans 5 message from Sunday make for a very good Thanksgiving message. We have a lot to be thankful for. Verse 17 says, If anyone is in Christ, the old things are passed away, the new things have come. God has reconciled us to himself and wants us to be ambassadors for him to help others become reconciled. Because as we know from verse 21 at the end of our passage, God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin on our behalf, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Amen. That is something to be thankful for on Thanksgiving Day and always. Thinking of reconciliation and being God's messengers, can you guess the two Christmas songs I was thinking of? First, from Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. And the second, Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. I wish you a happy day of giving thanks, whichever day you are listening to this. Let us pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we do thank you for your most amazing gift of reconciliation. Forgive us when we don't value it how we should. Let our mindset be one of seeing being your ambassadors as a privilege, as an outward expression of our inner thankfulness for what you have done. Today, this weekend, there will be a lot of gatherings. Please prepare hearts for conversations of reconciliation, whether between individuals or between a weary world and its Savior. As people gather around tables in homes or in shelters, we ask, come Lord Jesus, be our guest. May your presence be felt, may lives be transformed as your message of peace and reconciliation is shared. In Jesus' name. Amen.